everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Cultum Collective Commentaries. Featuring Dave A.C., The Sixth Doctor, and Randall Thor. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Colton Collective Commentaries. Yes, it's time for another exciting commentary with the Colton crew. Dave, how are you doing? Um, I'm not sure I should be talking to you, Ian. And why is that? I've been told I'm high-bred. <sighs> no, Dave, you're a hybrid. What? Wasn't you're a compliment? Hi- no. You're a hybrid. Anyway, uh, now that I've told you you're just a hybrid, why have you got your nose stuck in the air? Well, there's a rather strange smell in the room. Uh, I can't think what it must be. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, that might be something I'm doing. I was hungry and I'm cooking up some fries. Ah, must be some residual peri in them. <clears throat> mm, yeah, you'll hear a ding when the fries are done. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, welcome along, Jeff, the Seventh Doctor. Yes, I'm here. With all my question marks. Yeah, including this, his underwear. This could be a first exactly. for Doctor Who. Sixth and Seventh Doctor in a story. Mm. Mm. Yes, could be. Well, uh, you know, the, the reboot. Don't forget the ah. reboot. Ah, indeed. And and the, the story that we don't talk about. <clears throat> Mm-mm. No, the unspoken story. Never happened. Never happened. No, no. I, I don't know what you're talking about. No. Wasn't in 3D either. No, never. Never no. in 3D. Didn't have uh, these standards on it either. <clears throat> oh. All right. <laughs> We're not here to talk all over the top of that. Thank goodness. There is an idea for a commentary nobody will listen to. <laughs> Speaking of commentaries nobody will listen to, welcome to this one. <clears throat> We're about to talk all over the type of the Zygon invasion. Tom, tom, tom. Ooh. Ooh, spooky, spooky. Just in time for Halloween, which is actually gone because this is after Halloween that we're recording this. But I hope you all have a happy Halloween and uh, aren't eating too much candy. Otherwise, the Zygons will come and get you. Yeah. Mm. No jokes, Dave? I used them all before you started recording. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, <laughs> be thankful, faithful listener. <laughs> Indeed. Imagine the torture that, that Jeff and I underwent before this started. <laughs> and it was only 27 minutes ago. Mm. No, those aren't, 27 minutes. Those aren't planning meetings. Those are just Dave telling jokes. <laughs> All right. Well, we're about to embark on another adventure with the Doctor and and and... 
and Clara is back. Yes. Or Yay. is she? Or is she? But anyway, we'll leave that as a mystery for the moment. And of course, you've all seen it before, but that's all right. Anyway, uh, if everybody is uh, nice and comfortable with their official BBC copy of Doctor Who. Was it the Zygon Invasion or Invasion of the Zygons? I can't remember now. The Zygon Invasion. Because that's right. Next it. one's the Zygon Inversion. Inversely. Okay. Right. Where's, where's Perry? <laughs> I'm right here. Oh, I'm right here. Not. You missed me. Don't worry, our aim's improving. <laughs> but don't. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> All right, so if everybody has their official BBC copy of the Zygon Invasion at the ready, we can begin. Gentlemen, are you ready? Indeed you do. Yes, sir, I am. Okie dokie. I will count everybody in. In five, four, three, two, one, play. Now, this frightened me the most of the whole yeah, story. I hate typewriters. No, once upon a time. <laughs> Don't <laughs> want fairy tales. <laughs> three doctors, two Osgoods. And there's the scarf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's huh? the first thing I asked for. Yep. Uh, oh. Oh, I'm I'm busy looking at all the things in the background now. What Clara's legs? Oh, there were lots of gadgets supposed to be from different stories in the background. Oh, there's three doctors. We only need one more for a four doctor story. Yep. Hmm. Where can we find a fourth? Well, oh, I like that, Dave. It's in 1080p. Ah. Ah. Well done. Seventh Doctor Jumper. And fourth Doctor Scarf and uh, Bow Tie. Bow ties are cool. Do we think this lady's been brought back from fan pressure, do you think? This character, mm. should I say? White House appoints, what was that in the background, Jeff? Alien <laughs> ambassador, I think. Mm, looks like it. My now, sister. I, we were talking about this. I thought when I saw her there, she was still wearing, I think she's in the black. So we don't know which one of these two was at the graveside are indeed the referred to other sister, hmm. the original sister. Looks a little bit like a UK voting box. That was <laughs> yeah. very exciting. Now I was thinking, well, halfway through, oh, it must be this uh, this chemical that's in there, but I'm not sure at all now. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to know what's inside there if we were paying attention. 
did she did she say something in particular I didn't pick up? Yeah, she said if we were paying attention, we would know what's in there. Ah, well, then I think that's what she was re referring to. The fact that there was there was a weapon against them. Now, I don't know if that means that's the human one or not. Because I can't remember whether the other Osgood used her inhaler during that episode or not. And didn't we have that thing that they didn't d duplicate the inhaler? There was only one inhaler. Well, I mean, it's been some time has passed. She could have actually right. gone down to the shop and got another one. It's true. I believe she did use it, but uh, in a mocking way. Yeah. Mm. But she didn't carry her own, of course. Even no. though Even though the clothes were replicated. Now, uh, rapidly, I think this guitar is becoming his spoons, which is a bit disappointing. Oh, uh oh, nightmare! Nightmare! Scenario. And we had nightmare in the last story. Ah, there, there's there's an awful lot that's. Um, you know, double-meaning words are words that may have more weight than you think. And also, as we'll find out, I think there's quite a few red herrings in this story. Certainly red zygons, but red herrings as well. I was going to say that, but you beat me to it. <laughs> Got to be quick. Yeah. And by the way, that was nearly four and a half minutes prior to the uh, opening credits. We were saying, Jeff, we think they've been tweaked, these uh, credits, the, the depth of field a little bit. Yeah, I think I've noticed that too, probably from the, the theatrical release of uh, Darkwater. Right. Now, Darth made a great point uh, today that uh, the, the doctor here in the, um, on the, the chair reminds us of the first time the doctor visits the young Clara, you know, uh, you know, the, the story with the, the leaf and that, and, uh, and he sees her with her parents as a very young girl. Now, if, if Clara's journey with the doctor is coming to an end, it's, it could be seen as a little subtle reference back to that. I got a forest of the dead vibe from that. Wow, that doc first Doctor's picture was only on there for a fraction of a second. Let's be quick to spot that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But did you think it should have been a different choice there, maybe? Oh, yeah, definitely. It it doesn't make sense to have a first Doctor. Doc was... did correct me and say that he was in the three Doctors, but, you know, that's not enough, I think, of, a, of contact to, to warrant a portrait. Now, if that was... had been... Oh, sorry, Jeff. Uh, I was going to say it should be the third Doctor, in my opinion. Well, what I was going to say is, if it had been on the stairs, not the front of the stairs, but on the stairs going up, it should have been the first Doctor at the bottom, because like in the number 10 Downing Street, they have the Prime Minister's photographs going up the staircase in the order in which they were Prime Ministers. Yeah. Uh, well, paintings, obviously, the early ones. Oh. Huh? 
the doctor is talking to uh, Claudette and Jemima, being played by Cleopatra and Sasha Dickens. Ah, real sisters, yeah. Yep. Now, I don't know if all the children there are supposed to be Zygons. No, they're not. Or just these two. These are blending in at the school. Well, I wasn't sure if the, you know, if the entire school were were Zygons or. I just noticed there was some like uh, blue sticky tape on that thing. I'm wondering if it's got the name of the, the park there. They've covered it up. See those blue sticky things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but Dale. Yeah, I won't say the obvious there. <laughs> Call me anytime. <laughs> David. Oh. Oh, friendly grown up chat. Oh. Oh. Not sure why she would scream there, but still in character, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Ah, and uh, the alphabet again that uh, was being mentioned. And of course, it's Ingrid Oliver. As we saw before, Ingrid Oliver back as Osgood. Hooray! Like Ingrid Oliver. She's part of a double act, isn't she, or something? She's a comedian, really. That's how she started. But the fringe, I believe. Yeah, one half. Uh, one half uh, yeah, um, her and uh, partner uh, Lorna Watson, uh, Watson and Oliver. There's there, that shot lovely. you were referring to. Yeah. No, lovely close-up of her there. We all like her now. She's slimmed down, don't we, Ian? Oh, shut it. Because uh, shortly to be. Seen playing um, Queen Victoria. Been seen in. Oh. Now, I'm not sure if she was listening to the voicemail or she actually yeah. called him there. No yeah. voicemail. Because yeah. she, she just cut it off without speaking, yeah. No, she could have so, just hung up. And the little boy is being played by Abhishek Singh, playing little boy. And we're just gone ten minutes. Ten minutes, eight seconds coming up. I don't have a listing. I don't have a listing for the dad, unfortunately. But I do have a listing for the mum, uh, Simila Karatne, playing the little boy's mum. The one thing I don't understand. Sorry. That's why I do this. I thought it was a switch there because she comes out completely unconcerned about what she's just seen. Right. 
But the thing is, she says this line next. Yeah, she yeah. she heard it. Right. She might have. Well, don't they take your memories when they duplicate you? Because they can speak in your voice. Right. They know your name and that, so that's a recent memory. I suppose. But don't they have to be in the receptacle already before they can do that? Well, I suppose that was there to sort of um, give us the issue, isn't she? For those people who thought they spotted... I mean, it, it could have been passed off as an editing thing there. They, they haven't explained that. But I think most people have been thinking there's been a switcheroo at that point. But that was, then puts a damper on it. I missed that completely, the first viewing. I, I think we'll agree most smart people will have noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, thanks, Dave. Oh, sorry. Is there any Perry still there? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're very glad to have you here and uh, want your input. Oh, well. I'm very honoured that you asked. She is. I do think Clara is playing herself differently here. Whether that's to throw us off or whether that's because of things. Now, I remember from the uh, the Loch Ness story one, they, you actually used to squeeze those things. You didn't rub it like that. You used to just squeeze them. Well, it's, uh, they're using Windows 10 now. <laughs> yeah, they were a lot more squidgy and, you know. Yeah. They were like squidgy knobs. <laughs> <laughs> you try saying squidgy knobs with a straight face. <laughs> dare you. Now, we're doing this commentary on November the 1st and the day after this aired, and BBC America actually played Terror of the Zygons this morning. Oh, fantastic. Ah. And good reminder that um, this 45-minute-long first first part here in the UK, 3.87 million overnight viewing. We haven't got the AI rating. Uh, the last episode we talked about, by the way, the AI had dropped down to 82, episode 6. So we've had in the ranges of 84 to 82 in the first um, six episodes, I think. I'm not sure what this will get, because it's the most unfinished story of all the two parts, isn't it? This mm. is definitely half a story. It's not the first part of a story. Right. Mm. Now, what was the other theory about what he's saying there? No, no more lies. Mm. No more lies. I thought you were saying normalize. He does. But I think, again, like the same way that Mexican town was picked for its name. Excuse me, I think they used a word on purpose. Well, I believe Darth said when he watched this the third time, he had his uh, closed caption turned on and it said, no more lies in the closed caption. Huh. I suppose it depends on whether that's done 
by a computer or a, a person because a computer could have easily, you know, you know, from voice recognition. Words. Yeah, from voice recognition. Yeah. Yes. Especially if it was done in three syllables, normal lies. Now, I think that lady in the middle that Ian will probably tell us about in a moment, I think she's the uh, the mole inside unit, which was referred to right at the beginning as one of the possible scenarios. Well, it's uh, Jay Griffiths playing Jax. I think I've actually talked about it before on a previous episode, but uh, uh, she's also had appearances in Wizards v. Aliens, uh, Silent Witness, EastEnders, Coronation Street. Well, she was also in Sherlock in the Reichenbach Fall as a prosecuting barrister. Oh, I thought I recognized her from somewhere. Mm-hmm. And she's also been in um, Bugs, which is uh, one of our uh, Colton listeners' uh, favorite shows. <laughs> Ponson about the big plane. <laughs> the Nixon pose. Yep. Now. Oh, she's been in an episode of Casualty as well. Now, this is when you can think back about the red herrings. Why is it we're going in the plane? Is it to, to pose? Or is it because he can't fly the TARDIS? Has, there's been a, a switch there as well. Hmm. No, because later on he uses the sonic uh, sunglasses. Right. That was just one of the possible ways in which you could get out of the uh, cliffhanger ending, you see. Right. Yeah, it's um, it's Carl Benjamin Black, I think, that's um, the Bugs fan. Yes. Thought it was very odd that she wanted to go back to her flat. All right. Yeah, it was a bit of a kind of a weird moment. Oh, I just want to go get a few things. Why? Oh, sure. She seems way too skittish to be working for Union. Looks like the elevator's caught the cold. Mm. 
Now, now see again, there, I thought she was mimicking the doctor and trying to use the the controls. Right. I still hadn't caught on yet. No. Uh, oh, is, does she know what she's doing? But pretending not to in front of the other lady. Right. The the other thing that I think you've got to bear in mind, which I, I didn't mention on the live show, was the fact that, you know, when you're trying to guess which one might be the Zygon uh, and which not, so remember there's two factions of Zygon, so they they could be still two people on the screen, both of whom are really Zygons, but not revealing themselves to each other because they're on the opposite fraction of Zygons. Because you would think here, if say one of these two had been replaced, uh, then why don't they kill the other? Right. And that, by the way, that tunnel has been in Sherlock and something else, I believe. Doctor Who. That was in the Doctor's Daughter. Um, Flatline. Flatline. And I think the Doctor Who, uh, the Sherlock episode it was in was the. I think it's the blind banker one, the one with the um, the girl, the 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 actress that was in. Uh, he, um, oh, Doctor Funkenstein. Harriet Jones yeah. moment there. Yeah, we know who you are. That's Rebecca Front playing Walsh. And we're just coming up to the 21 minute mark now. Uh. Mm. And that, uh, it's Jill Wintermans playing Lisa. She's an American actress uh, known for Strays from 2011, The Replacement Child, and uh, no show this year. Now, I want to know how the Zygons knew that she was piloting the drone. Right. Well, we know they've got, they've got some inside, somebody inside, maybe inside this military section as well. But how they communicate across distances, I don't know. That tumbleweed's being pulled. It does look like it's being pulled. It's it's dead. (laughs) Dead wrong looking. (laughs) The others are still. Oh, there's one behind her. Yeah, the one behind her looks like it's been blown. And you can actually see the breeze in in Gemma's hair. But the first one, I'm just like, it's been dragged across the road. (laughs) Continuity. (laughs) Oh, dear. A symbol behind us, you've noticed. Again, uh, branding was thought about. Hmm. Now, apparently this, this particular town is in a, a flat area with ne- without palm trees. So, um, of course, we are... Um, 
I think also there's a lot in this episode where we see Clara that uh, that may explain a lot of her absence in the previous story. Perhaps um, it's dead. Is it a dead zygote? Dead zygote? That? Not uh, some void. <laughs> the, the palm trees don't bother me because a lot of people think, well, the Southwest Desert, you're not going to see them. You, you'd be surprised how many there are down here. I do live in Arizona. Uh, especially down in the Phoenix area in southern Arizona. I don't know about New Mexico, but it's right next door. You would think uh, it would be kind of similar, and there's quite a few down there. Right. Moldy food? Hello. Hello. She's a bit better here, but they, they have definitely diluted her character, I think, in, in these more recent stories. From the the woman who came to the steps of, uh, you know, in London and th- and throws down a, a a Cyberman head and saying this is what happened last time, get off my planet, sort of thing. Yeah. They definitely watered it down from that. Mm. And that is Gretchen Edolf, who is uh, an American th- theater, film, and television actress. She's been on, uh, she guest started on numerous shows, Law and Order, Lie to Me, like that show, Lie to Me, CSI Miami, Criminal Minds, The Good Wife. Certainly got a little more of an international cast, aren't they, coming in now? Mm. Mm. Well, the good. It's not paranoia when it's real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit of the invasion of the body snatchers, isn't it? Yeah. The underhenge. Now, I suspected her real early to be a Zygon. Right. Why would she just be there by herself? Especially since seems to be the only person there. And uh, and earlier you saw uh, Kate being watched by uh, a Zygon from a window. Right. Now, this patch on her uniform, I don't understand this. It looks like an Italian flag. Oh. You, you don't mean those metal? Oh, right. I see the top, the uh, green. Yeah. There it is. Yeah.
Now, it almost looks like a Mexican flag, but the colors are inverted, and there's no symbol in the middle of it like the Mexican flag. Right. So I'm not sure what that flag or that symbol represents. There's the same alphabet looking on the uh, sign there again. Yep. Overwriting. But uh, right or, rightly or wrongly, Al, whether you like it or not, this is definitely more of a an old-fashioned third Doctor story, isn't it? You know, uh, the, the London's under siege are. A, Invasion of somewhere. Right. Now, this village they used in Time of the Doctor for mm. Christmas, the, the Christmas village. Which we mostly saw in the dark, but I think you're right. It definitely... Yeah. Looks like an abandoned village, actually. I mean, obviously it is abandoned for this story, but I mean, it looks like it's um, it's not a, a, a an active village anymore. Hello. That was a funny accent, wasn't it? Come out and throw down your weapons. <laughs> Didn't sound very military, did he? <laughs> He's trying to do an American accent, is he? Well, that's Todd Kramer. And he's, he's not trying. He is doing one. He's actually an American. <laughs> <laughs> typical. Typical. <laughs> Me thinking it's a fairly fake one. <laughs> He was born in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. He's also well, been in um, Grandpa in My Pocket, uh, Partition, The Magnet. And he's done some voice uh, work on uh, some video games. Well, Maryland sounds right. It does sound like a Northeast accent. Mm. That's Karen Mann playing his mum. <laughs> I killed me mum. Why? She couldn't remember my teddy bear's name. <laughs> Fair enough. Ah, 
I wonder if uh, yeah, remind it's James Bolden that was in that played Grandpa and Grandpa in my pocket. Mm. An actor I really like. Mm. Playing mind tricks here, but you definitely I mean you could you can't understand that nobody is sure what is whom. Whom is what? Why don't you just wing her? Yeah. Well, to me, it's hard to uh, believe that they would all go in. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they're being told not to go in by their commanding officer. And we have also had a theme throughout this episode. You haven't actually seen anybody get killed, have you? You've not seen the method of... No. Of... Apart from I mean, the, the, the two Zygons. Right. And apologies to Rick Wall. Uh, I said that we didn't see how they were killed, the two Zygons, but actually we do see the two Zygons' hands as they're throwing out their... Weapon from their hands. Yep. That's a very quick to spot it. Yeah. I don't understand why Osgood le- got left behind. Maybe she just wasn't, you know, any use anymore. They got the information that they needed. Ah, uh, 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 There was a reason for leaving her. Yeah. To 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 draw the doctor out. It's uh, 33 minutes. I haven't mentioned what I'm drinking. Oh, El, El Samo mm. Rioja Reserva 2010. Very drinkable, it is, too. <laughs> Quite a dashing way, am I out. <laughs> well, he does actually say Clara, which is interesting. The way you said, well, hello, it sounded like the 11th Doctor to me. Uh. And of course the bombardment, yeah. I actually quite like that as an idea of the remains. Basically, you know, you just you trace elements and a bit of electricity. Yeah. Oh, you ding, your fries are done. Oh, yeah, good. <laughs> Let me get some. I'll share with you. <clears throat> I'll be ready for that when we're finished. Oh. <laughs> now you see that that doesn't sound like Clara so that's why mm. you know, I think she's acting a bit funny 
I thought it was a strange line, but I still had not made the connection. And the other point that was made is that, you know, it's quite a good episode. Hello. Worst escape ever. ever. It was a good one to have as the Halloween episode, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Some people thought that was duct tape that stuck him to the chair. Dear me. Talk about product placement. Like that makes one wonder what the question is. <laughs> I think they've only done this Saigon episode, you know, because the absolute marvellous shape to fill with bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 all the kids think, get your Zygon full of bubble bubble bath. Right, she's aware of that at least. Yeah, I said I'm hybrid, yeah. Thought I got it right. David. Hybrid, Dave. Oh. Well, it's true, Ian and me emerging a bit after six years. True. <laughs> Doing this. <laughs> I think I'm getting the worst part of the bargain, though. All I'm getting out of it is a joke book. <laughs> hey, it's an old joke book, so you should be used to that. And he's got my taste for fine wines. Which I'm not even drinking one right now. Ah. Let's get done with a cup of cider. Oh. How, how many science fiction programs have you shown where they've gone into a cave and these eggs are pods? Are... Yeah. <laughs> For you, anyway. Or is oh, it? Sorry. See, there's oh, the duct tape. <laughs> No, it's actually a seatbelt. That right. looks to me like a UK, the material they use on your seatbelts. Which you could say is what you would have on a wheelchair or anything. Mm. That is excellent. Uh, prosthetics, is that the right word? Yeah. Oh, the teeth are brilliant. It's a bit jack booty, that, isn't it? It is a bit. Mm. Oh, 
which is of course the assumption they're making at the moment that they are eggs hatching. Yeah. It's funny she's given the orders. Mm. Oh. Sorry, folks, but we're watching. The thing is here now, you begin to doubt. You're thinking, well, if she is a Zygon, she didn't know. But, of course, we've already had it said that there's a... Uh, hello? She's suddenly changed. Yep. But... Is that changed because of a reveal? Hello? Oh, yes. Huh? Dum, dum, dum. Uh oh. Bye bye, Jax. Is she really gone, though? Now, at least they do explain the bit, don't they? Those who weren't following. Who wasn't following? Ah. Now, did that lightning come straight out of his hand rather than a weapon in his hand? It looked like it. Which might explain, of course, why there's electricity in the remains. You know, we're, hey, we're back to electric eels again. From uh, <laughs> is that going to be another? Is that going to be another theme? Electricity. Where else have we had electric? Yes, we did, in, didn't we? In Davros, that um, the the power he was getting through those cables, he was drawing from the. You remember where the snakes were in with the cables, right. and the doctor gets electrocuted, doesn't he? Well, he gets his energy drained out of him. Right. Ah. Well, one thing I did like about this story was good. We didn't have to have 20, 30 minutes before suddenly a, a battle fleet appeared over Earth. Right. You know what I mean? And that would have been the whole first episode, in effect. It, part of that peace agreement meant that they were already here. Hello? What's the date on that calendar? I still can't work it out. Because it might be the American one. We have them the wrong way around. Excuse me? <clears throat> well, the month and the date and that. <laughs> well, I agree with you, Dave. Since it's in New Mexico, it would be an American calendar. Yeah, but what does it have the year? It looks like a one or something, as though it's... I can't see a 15 anywhere on it. For 2015. The date looks like it's blanked out, to be honest. Oh, that's the time below, is it? The bottom set. Right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I knew it. Oh. 
I don't know why they pick these awkward names. Again, it um, it what it isn't that well known in the UK that 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 sort of uh, myth story or information about this town uh, certainly newish to me. I had a vague recollection of it, but I think we did need um, the Clara character to say that she'd learnt about it from trivial trivial pursuits. Mm. Now, again, I think she's showing a strength there because that case would be a lot heavier than that. Just one little bit of business to take care of. All I can think of is Bonnie Langford when she says Bonnie. <laughs> Now, some people claim that the plane should not be flying that low. No, no it shouldn't over the coast. You're right. It would drop. I mean... Um, mind you, it's, a military, it's classed as a military aircraft. It's not flying at commercial heights. Again, real life breaking into this. We just had a Russian plane come down in mysterious circumstances so it's mm. very yes it's spooky yeah holding that gun wrong she's going to lose her shoulder here yeah. um. oh now I think that is a heat seeking one well it'd have to be wouldn't it because yeah. it was a terrible aim to be continued. Um, almost 50 min uh, 45 minutes before we hit the uh, credits. we got an earlier start time next week of 8 o'clock. On that's the beep, beep, beep. Yeah, that's because Strictly Come Dancing is losing uh, a dancer each week. Right. So it's going to be a shorter program. They've moved back the Jekyll and Hyde. They moved that back because of the complaints they got with the uh, violence in that. So two was at seven tonight, not 6.30. But that's another story, another yes, show. it is. All right, well, that's the episode time for our wrap-up. Dave, you may go first. Oh, that's good. You didn't say brief wrap-up. Well done. Right. Brief wrap-up, brief wrap-up. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... This definitely isn't a two-parter. It's a one-parter chopped in half. It's a single 90-minute story, isn't it? That's uh, and good, and I'm absolutely pleased we didn't have a cliffhanger. Uh, the, the the story where we had, um, you know, the, the Doctor apparently dead in the water, uh, to then have a next time after that, to me, was silly. They could have missed it out there. But... Um, I thought this was an excellent strong opening. I realised it was using old footage in one sense, intercut with um, the Osgood uh, uh, director video thing that they were doing. But but that was marvellous to see uh, those other Doctors and a gentle reminder to newish viewers of Doctor Who that there is a vast you know, backlog of stuff and that this... The origins of this particular story are in what appeared to be the solution in uh, Day of the Doctor. 
which is um, going back on, well, 12 months almost. Um, I did then feel as though it then got a little bit formulaic after that with just this um, rather confusing element of words coming in and definitely a few red herrings. Uh, I, I did spot the um, that they'd done something with Clara, but I think they probably made that so that people may well spot it, even those that didn't. They're still, they're still loved, Jeff. They're still loved. Oh, um, thanks, Dave. <laughs> but um, I think the reason why they did it in such a way that many people, Jeff, would have spotted it was um, that there's probably other more devious substitutions going on. And all I will say in this very brief wrap-up is don't forget, in this, there are humans, but there are two fractions of Zygons, and they are obviously not working together. So it may well be that um, the saving party is not necessarily the Doctor, but maybe one of the other, the second faction of the um, the Zygons, the 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 mass of the twenty million who we've hardly heard anything of, because we are assuming this is a splinter group that has usurped uh, the uh, the leadership uh, by those two young, well, posing as two young girls at the school uh, that got to eradicated early on. So um, very very strong start. It, it then went uh, a, a little, dropped a little bit, uh, but was a good choice to air this on Halloween. And I think this this story will hang our f- uh, fall or fail, or win or fail, or whatever the words are, by next week. Next week is absolutely crucial to how this gets rated, I think. Right. Okie dokie. Well, I'll go next. Um... It's an okay story for me. Um, I'm kind of erring on the side of uh, wait until next week and we'll see how this whole thing wraps up. Uh, like Dave said, it's it's really a, a, a big, long 90-minute story, and uh, which y- you know you could totally totally run it together and, and, and watch it as such. And it's probably the best way to view it. Uh, because right now, at the moment, it's just one big setup for me. Um, I am glad of, of uh, some things. Uh, I'm glad of uh, um, Osgood coming back on the screen. Uh, I think it was a mistake to have killed her off. And don't know whether it's fan pressure or what that's brought her back or that was the plan all along um, to feed into the story. Um, don't care. I'm just glad that... She, that uh, that she's back on our screens. So uh, I'm glad that the Zygons are finally getting a story uh, that they deserve. They, they kind of got a little short changed, if you ask me, and during the 50th, uh, because not all the attention was focused on them. You know, we, we had the story split up. Um, we had the war doctor, we had his, his final decision. And in there we had the, the you know, this whole Zygon bit going on. And uh, so they didn't really get there a, a good outing, I don't think there. And so it's it's good to see them now getting their their, their screen time because they've been a for a one time only monster. They've been you know, quite popular, and so it's good to see them, you know, getting you utilized. Um, so that I'm happy about. Uh, 
some some decent acting in this. Um, Peter Capaldi's really come into his own uh, as being the Doctor this season, and he just continues to go from strength to strength. Um, although one one little niggle I have is is when he said try not to kill too many of them. It just didn't sound very Doctorish to me. You know, I thought he would have been like against killing any of them. But, uh, Might be explained. Yeah, yeah, it might be explained. Could be. Could be. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Uh, could very well be as I go. The Doctor could be sitting in the TARDIS having a cup of tea. <laughs> well, he did refer to himself in the third person to say, the Doctor will go. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. what he does, yeah. Yep, so we never know. But, yeah, that's my my uh, even briefer than day of wrap-up. Uh, which isn't hard really to be honest <laughs> you just need to talk for less than 10 minutes <clears throat> but anyway uh, I shall pass over to Jeff Jeff well I don't know if I'll be briefer than both of you maybe I'll be briefer than both of you combined we'll see <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this story. I, I think uh, this was an excellent time of the year to broadcast this. It's broadcasted on Halloween night. Uh, great time to do that. It was a scary story. Uh, you don't know who's who in this story, and that's always uh, kind of a scary thing to do when you're doing a, a show. So I, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, and yes, uh, I, I didn't realize that one of the characters had changed until almost the, the, the end of the uh, episode. So I was actually glad for that. I was uh, surprised by the, the Zygon taking the place of Clara. So uh, very happy with that. Uh, the show keeps surprising me. Um, I liked the fact that we had different areas of the world shown here. We don't get that very often except maybe in very brief clips uh, in Doctor Who. Well, here we have three different areas of the world shown uh, in one story and very extensively. Uh, we have a place here in Europe and as well here in America. So that was nice to have. And I thought the production staff did a very nice job in showing that these places look different from each other. They may not have gotten them completely accurate, Darth, but, <laughs> but they did a good job in distinguishing them from other places, from England, for example. So I'm very happy with that. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Ian, I thought Peter Capaldi was great. He's just been great all through this series and much better than last series. So uh, I know I haven't been on all these commentaries, but uh, he's been great in all episodes of Series 9. And I can't say that about last series. I, I had my doubts, but uh, he's convinced me now. I liked uh, having Unit back. Um, maybe they weren't at their best here. Uh, they're not always at their best throughout the history of Doctor Who. But uh, uh, it's good to have these characters back that we care about. Uh, I, I like Kate Stewart. Um, Osgood is a great character, and I, I think she represents the fan base, the way she cosplays, uh, dressing up as various doctors, and we see that here. And I, I like the fact that we don't know which Osgood this is. Is she the Zygon or the human uh, Osgood? Maybe that'll be explained next week. Maybe not, uh, but 
in in any regard, I like to have her back, and she is back, and it's it's just great for that to happen. Um, good story. I, I agree that uh, this is kind of um, a first half of a story, and I'm eager to see the next half next week and see what happens, how it's resolved. Um, and yeah, it, it's just been a terrific story so far. And uh, as, as I mentioned on Cultum earlier today, I'd probably give this a four the way it's going, but it could be greatly affected on how this second part finishes out. So we'll see how that happens. And that's my review. Cheers. Thank you very much, Jeff. Thank you, sir. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Thank you. No, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hang on, hang on. Less of that. My fries are going cold while you're doing that. <laughs> well, you talked forever, Dave. So yes, it's you your did. own fault. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's <laughs> enough from us while we retire to eat our fries. <laughs> Until next time. It's goodbye from Jeff, the Seventh Doctor. And it's goodbye from Mr. Dave AC. And it's goodbye from Ian, the Sixth Doctor. Goodbye, everybody. Anybody get any ketchup? Uh, Got to pass the salt. Uh, and the chips, by the way, not fries, the chips. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.